Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Coming at you live. It is Buzzworthy Radio. Where you can get the latest buzz on all your favorite shows and stars. Buzzworthy starts now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's starting right now. What's up? It's Mabel J. Lee here on Buzzworthy Radio, on blogtalkradio.com and buzzworthyradio.net. It's Thursday, August 5th, 2010. It's a, I'm a little late, <laughs> but it, it's 10.08 right now on the East Coast, and it's 7.08 on the West Coast. And we are joined by Lindsay Hahn. Hello. How are you? I'm well. How are you? I'm doing. Is it is it hot where you are? Or it, yeah, it it is it is a little warm. It's a little warm. Yeah. Yeah. Try, yeah. Try being in a building right where basically it just happened again in the second time in a week where the air conditioner um, in our building has basically decided to break down and now we have to have some someone come out and fix it yet again. So we basically oh. have to be in this building for like eight hours with no air. Oh no! That yeah, that does not sound like fun at all. <laughs> that that was not fun. I I seriously felt like I was suffocating and I had to drink like maybe like three bottles of water in order to keep myself hydrated. It was that bad. <laughs> yeah, that's um that's that's not a good scene. I don't think. But good I, to stay hydrated. Way to go. Way to go for being responsible. <laughs> exactly. I, at this rate, I could have just worked outside if I was going to have to be in a building without an air conditioner. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know. Really, <laughs> definitely. But uh, let let yeah, let's talk about this role that you got on on the the hit HBO series that everybody cannot stop talking about. Trust me, I know I'm one of them people. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, True Blood, yeah. Please, for those of you who uh, has not watched True Blood, shame on you. But I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You're allowed to watch whatever you want. But you definitely should check it out. It's a really good show, especially if you're into the vampire scene. Uh, it's a really good show. So tell all those who you play um, and your pre- um, the premise of your character, basically. Okay. All right. Well, um, obviously, True Blood is a vampire show, uh, and uh, and and it's. It's sort of a it's sort of a comedy and, and a drama. It's got a really 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 great edgy feel to it. And basically, what they set out to do is is to make vampires white trash. Like, what would it be if vampires were white trash? You know, because Anne Rice and everybody sort of vampires are, are these regal creatures. And and um, what Alan Ball and and uh, the author of of the Sookie Stackhouse Chronicles, what they wanted to do was they wanted to set it in sort of this white trash uh, scene. So, um, you know, it's about Sookie Stackhouse, which is played by Anna Paquin, and I am her cousin, Hadley. And um, Hadley is the black sheep of the family. She Uh was um, a drug addict and uh, was sent to rehab by Sookie and her grandmother, 
and then Hadley ran away from rehab and into the Vampire Queen's arms, and now she is the Vampire Queen's lover and human pet. Um, Hadley hasn't been turned yet, but in the book she does get turned, so hopefully I'll be able to get get me a brand new pair of fangs soon. <laughs> mm, it's all it's all in time. I'm just it's it's all, all in time. time. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought it was hysterical because I never heard anybody describe the show as uh, basically as vampires being um, shown as white trash. I just thought it was the best thing I heard. I said, "Wow, no one has ever called it like that before." The only thing they said is that it's a dark, it's a dark show, like the dark comedy type of feel to it. Yeah. But never anybody has ever said white trash. So I thought, <laughs> "Wow, that is funny," but yet it's true at the same time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what Charlene Harris. That's what when she decided to write the books, she was she looked at all of the other um, vampire stories and and legends and and was like, what can I do differently, you know? Mm-hmm. And and that's where she decided to go with it. And obviously, it was a brilliant choice because it's you know breaking all of HBO's records. I mean, they it was a brilliant choice for Alan Ball, you know, to go with the books. I mean, it's just, yeah. it's, it's been a phenomenon. I'm I'm really happy that they are taking me along for the ride now. <laughs> is this is this a long-term part for you, or is it a long-term, or are you just on a recurring basis on the show right now? Um, it's, it's, I guess it would be a long-term recurring. Um, I, oh, okay, you know, I got I, I was introduced very slowly and, and, and in sort of a small way at the beginning, of last season, and then um, as you saw on Sunday, this last Sunday, for people who watch the show, I've come back and you've seen the scenes from next week, so I can say I am on next week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, okay. But uh, but the, the Hadley is sort of, she knows everything about Sookie. She knows things that Sookie doesn't know about herself because she grew up with her and now has mm-hmm. been exposed to the secrets of, you know, the vampire royalty, you know, of being, you know, with the queen and and sort of being the queen's right-hand human, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so Hadley has this really interesting connection to both worlds. And, um, and she's, she's sort of the, the tie now. And, and uh, so she, I, I think that she's a reoccurring you know, thread through through the show from now on, which is cool. I mean, I can't really give away too much. It's really hard. <laughs> to right, talk that's about difficult, what's, isn't it? What's gonna happen? But um, but it's uh, it's all good stuff, and you'll definitely be seeing more of me. <laughs> definitely. What's it like? What is it like working alongside Anna Packwood on the show? Love oh, her. To she's have. amazing. I mean, I, I was just saying to somebody that you know, it's so nice to work on a set that is filled with professional people that don't have really an ego, you know, and we just have a blast, you know, it's wonderful to be able to get the work done and trust that everybody else will get the work done and um, do a really great job at it, but then be able to joke around and, um, and it's, it's just wonderful. The, the whole set is so much fun and it's really the best show the best anything I've ever worked on and I'm just I it, I'm a little bit addicted to being on set like everybody's so cool I just want to keep going back <laughs> <laughs> it's, well, it's cool that you said that because you know again like you just basically um, mentioned not a lot of shows are tight or close-knit yeah. and by how it sounds like your show is you know they love coming into work you you bring your a game but you know you're still able to have fun in the process. You get the yeah. job done, and there you go. But 
you know, you're able to have fun along the way, which I really think is a really good uh, thing to have on, 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 a, on, the, on the show. Yeah, and I think, you know, I think when people are really doing their jobs and really know how to do them, then that's when you really can have fun because nobody's stressing out, you know. It's just right. like you trust everybody to do their work, and they do it, and there's never a problem, you know. And so that really enables people to, you know, feel safe and have a good time and, and poke fun at each other. And, and, um, and there's definitely that kind of an atmosphere. And, you know, like Anna and Steven at the end of the show invited everybody over to their house you know, and we all had this massive potluck with, ev- and everybody was there, and um, and nobody is is sort of considered higher than anybody else. At the at the premiere, Alan Ball stood up in front of you know a theater filled with people, this huge theater, the Dome in Hollywood, and um, and he said, I know we're running late, but I need to say these names, and said the name of every crew member, every actor, everybody who had worked on the show. And wow. yeah, and it's just like that is the reason why it's such a good show because everybody is important and everybody is treated that way and is so good and and it and has so much worth and it's just wonderful. I mean, <laughs> you're gonna. I, I'm just gonna keep talking about it. <laughs> it's hey. such a blessing. <laughs> hey, you you got you got you got reason more than enough reason to go ahead and pimp it out. Trust me. Yeah. Don't yeah. don't let me don't let me be the one to stop you. <laughs> <laughs> At all. Never. <laughs> but since we, we were talking about we are talking about vampires and everything, you know, we I, we gotta bring up this because it's funny, I was actually sitting I was sitting talking to my coworker earlier today and I was telling him about the vampire suck mo- sucks movie that's supposed to be coming out mm-hmm. and you know, everybody here who is who's in my hometown are like huge Twilight fans. Yeah, they're yeah. huge Twilight fans, and basically, whenever the movie comes out, this is all I see on Facebook, and all I hear whenever we hang out is Team Edward or Team. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, what? <laughs> this, this is coming from a guy that does not watch Twilight, and it's a shame I know who they're, what they're talking about, but I don't watch, and I'm just like, really. There's yeah. teens that you're on now. Are you into that stuff with Twilight? Not, I mean, outside of your show, are you into the other stuff where vampires are concerned? You know, like I Twilight. I, <laughs> I grew up with uh, horror movies. My dad loved horror movies, so anything that was kind of dark like that, I was really attracted to. And like one of my favorite movies is Interview with a Vampire. So I love that kind of thing. Um, that being said, I, I I guess I'm a little bit out of the preteen Twilight audience, you know? <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and it, it's not something that, I, I mean, I, I actually haven't seen any of the movies. I know a couple of people in them, and they're really great people, um, and I support them 100% and go see their movies, you know, but I, I actually, yeah. I didn't even think about this, but no, I haven't even seen any of the Twilight movies, and it hasn't bothered me. <laughs> so. <laughs> see, you're like me. See, you're like me, because, again, as I said, I said, I've never watched Twilight, and I probably never will see Twilight. No offense yeah. to everybody that's in it, but I don't think it's in my bag, but I was a huge Buffy fan and an Angel fan. Yeah, and oh, my God. I loved Buffy and Angel. Oh, and Buffy so and good. Angel was so awesome. I even watched the Buffy movie, the one with Christy Swanson that was in it. And oh, my God. I love that movie with Luke Perry, right? Luke Perry, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I even watched that, and I thought that was great, too, because, again, that was like a dark comedy as well. Yeah, uh, it was campy, and they, they embraced that about it, yeah. They, they did, and when they decided to make the series, they decided to make it less dark, more 
of a serious undertone in it. Yeah. And, it has, and uh, I mean, I loved Buffy Angel. I think that, that was like the only two things about vampires I watched was those two shows. Yeah, and we have the same makeup artist, by the way. As oh, show. really? Yeah, yeah, we we have the vamp team. <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> they don't but, go behind the scenes and talk about Bobby or Angel behind the scenes, do they? It's like, oh, oh my well, God, I did this. Nothing like, it, you know, nothing other than that it was a great experience and they're all still friends with everybody, you know. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah, everybody's all all happy. So it's it's cool, you know. It's sort of like the the vampire shows do we do sort of have this familial thing with each other, you know, because yeah. a lot of the people are working, you know, especially the effects people, you know, they get the job on the next vampire show because they did a good job, you know, on the last yeah. one. So, so it's a lot of the same crew working together. It's like, it's like, it's like Buffy and Angel meet six feet under, you know what I mean? It's like those, yeah. those two crews came I together like and, and they've created, you know, uh, true blood. And so it's cool. Everybody loves each other and everybody's known each other for a really long time. So, I like that. I yeah. do like that. And yeah. one of the things that um, I found out um, actually a few days ago, which was why, by the way, most of uh, my listeners um, will probably be wondering about because I kind of mentioned it a little earlier in advance, but uh, they did mention to me that you were busy recording music. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've I've been – it's been a little bit insane because um, we're – we have a CD release show um, in two weeks on on oh August fourteenth, and then and then we're releasing thing, everything online on August twentieth. Uh, my band is called the Han Solo Project, Lindsay Han Han Solo Project. It's spelled like my last name H A U N, so we can get away with it. Yes, of course. <laughs> of course, I'm thinking uh, of Star Wars like right yeah, away. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, it's been insane. I mean, you know, I, I've been. Um, literally like barely sleeping i've i've been going to sleep you know going to events and and promoting um you know true blood and the album and then going home and working on the artwork and working on still finishing the music and and trying to you know tie up all the loose ends and um and you know it's called the han solo project for a reason like i'm sort of controlling everything and so it's it's been it's been exhausting but exhilarating at the same time. I mean, I I can't believe that I'm still you know waking up after three hours of sleep and I'm just I totally have the energy to do what I need to do because it's just so motivating. It's it's wonderful to be able to put your entire heart and soul into something and then you really have a product at the end of it that people are enjoying and people are excited about. You know. Yeah. So um and and it's also great cuz I'm not like one of those pop people, you know, like I wrote everything on the album and and I engineered it and and I co-produced it and so um Good. Yeah. So it's it's just it's really wonderful. <laughs> yeah. And it's wonderful that it's already receiving um such a positive response. So uh, okay. we're all really excited. Yeah. What <laughs> What a tired. Of course you are. Uh, what can what can a lot of people expect from this from this album? Like, um, what? Well, it's really eclectic. Um, it's sort of, you know, like people listen to it and they hear a little bit of Paramore and they hear a little bit of, you know, the moodiness of Fiona Apple. And then um, we also have, uh, you know, a few songs that do sound a little bit like the True Blood soundtrack. You know, that that sort of mm. that that deep, you know, sort of 
he's like like all the musicians drank too much whiskey sound, you know. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, I got um, that. Yeah, and so it's it's a little bit sultry, it's a it's a little bit sexy, but then it also has um, you know, a rock punch to it and um and I'm influenced by everybody. I'm I'm influenced by Fiona Apple and and Queen. I love Queen and mm-hmm. the Smashing Pumpkins and Paramore is an incredible group and um, Love you know, Paramore. And, yeah, they're so good. And like Panic at the Disco, you know. And so we we've kind of got that like theatrical rock thing going on, and it seems to be working for us. So, and we're having a fantastic time doing it. So, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's sort of along those lines. But it's really hard to describe. In fact, like our band bio starts off with like quotes that people have said, like um, Joan Jett meets Andrew Lloyd Webber, <laughs> something that one of our fans said, and then. Um, wow. Yeah, and then Billboard magazine said that, you know, my my voice surpasses all genres, you know. So it's like it's so hard to, like, pin down exactly what genre it is that people really like it, you know. And, and yeah. um, So hopefully. Maybe it's not really, like, look, it's not pop, it's not all pop, it's not all funk, it's not all rock kind of a feel. It's, yeah, but it it's, all. Still, it's still cohesive. Like, when you listen to it, you're like, oh, that's a Han Solo song. You know, it's, it's, it's. It has its own signature and and um and its own sound and and so I think that that's why people are really connecting to it. So hopefully the rest of the world will. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah. Is it is it is it always hard to write a song? Because you, like you just said, you wrote all the songs. Is, is, yeah. it, is it something that comes like naturally? Naturally, like if you think something in your life and all of a sudden it's just like oh here it as a song that maybe I could like incorporate and and. I, it's just, it's always, always so surreal to me whenever I hear anybody tell me that they wrote their own song. I always think, that's, that's got to be like the most difficult part <laughs> ever when you're doing an album. Well, you know, it's sort of, it is difficult, but it's it's sort of a necessary evil for me. Like, I, um, I'm not evil. It's a necessary process for me. I that's, that's sort of how I deal with my issues. You know, some people write really happy songs, I only write when I absolutely have to, you know what I mean, in in order to process something that's going on in my life. And when I started to write this album, I I had already been on tour. I I had toured um, with Toby Keith. I had been in Nashville for two years. I didn't want to be a country uh, music person, so, you know, obviously that didn't work out. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But I left, left and, and, um, and I went and locked myself in a cabin, um, and I w- totally wasn't even sure what I w- what was going to come out of it. I just had me and my dog and my guitar, and um, and then I ended up writing uh, an album, and uh, and then people started responding to it, and people started saying, "You need to go like play this live," and my drummer was like, "We have to put together a band. We have to do this. You know, you're being really stupid not giving this to people." And so we got. Somebody had asked me to play a breast cancer show, and that's something, you know, cancer, cancer, I, I had um, my best friend die of cancer when he was 16. Oh, so yeah. it was sort of the push that I needed, you know, if somebody asked me to do anything for that cause, right. I, like, jump, you know. So I threw together a band, and we played our first show, and it went off so well, and people were like, you have to make a record, and we started playing a lot, and then finally I, they forced me to make a record, you know. So <laughs> I, I'm not somebody that, like, sets out to, like, you know, oh, I'm going to write the next pop song, you know, I'm going to write the next big thing. It's it's just sort of something that, that happened. I love music so much, and I love creating it, and um, and it's wonderful that, that, you know, I create 
the kind of music that people like right now and that are responding, you know, and they're responding to it. But even if people weren't, I would still have to. I would still have to write, <laughs> you know. Right, it, it, right. It would, I, I go crazy when I'm not writing. Um, and, but then also, you know, like I got approached by this Lifetime movie. to. It's called Reviving Ophelia, and it's coming out in a couple of months. And um, they wanted me to write songs for the band, and, and it's a male lead singer, you know. And, uh, really? and they wanted something, you know, a little bit more happy and hyped up and and that's kind of fun too like it's easy it's easy to write for somebody else um is right maybe that's the moral of the story like it's really easy to write for somebody else and because your ego isn't attached to it you know yeah like and and i have um grown up around musicians my entire life from third generation in and um so i i have I've written music my my whole life, so it is something that I can do. And like you know, I've replaced Damien Rice cues in movies and written songs for commercials. You know, people say they want it to sound like such and such, and then I do it. You know, so um, that stuff is easy easy to do. But it's the stuff that's like pulling from within your soul and trying to make a song sound like what you're feeling is a hard thing, but it's a wonderful thing, and it's so challenging. And when it comes out of you. It it almost feels like you're channeling someone else, you know. Right. And and um, when they're honest songs and when they're right, and you don't get sick of playing them, you know. Like a lot of people get sick of playing their music, but I think that's you know sometimes because they're not really writing honest music. And I think when you're writing things that really come from your soul, there's things that are constantly revealed. You know, anyway, I just got really deep there. Uh, you got really deep there, yeah, exactly. I don't know if that was a little too much. It just much. makes you think as soon as you, like, you see it down on the paper, and it's just like, oh, whoa, did I just go there? Yeah, no, it's interesting. You know, there are some songs that I wrote two years ago, and I'm listening to them again because we're doing the very final touches, and I'm just making sure that everything's right. And there are lyrics that I didn't, that I've never even really listened to myself. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, 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 and sort of being an observer now to my music, which is a new thing, you know, rather than just being in it and playing it, but observing it and listening to every little nuance, I'm like, whoa, oh, my God, I said that at that time. Like, wow, that really was how I was feeling. And it, and it almost like it's something that I was feeling that I didn't even know I was feeling, you know. And then, and then right. you look at it two years later and you're like, oh, my God, you know, like it, it was the key to everything. You know? Yeah. Um, so it's interesting. It's it's a really interesting process, I think. You know that writers go through, and and especially when you're writing for yourself, because um, it really has to stay true. Anyway. <laughs> to who you are, stay true to yeah, who you are. Yeah, yeah, it has to stay true to who you are, or else you know you feel false. Exactly. You might as well be singing someone else's songs. Exactly. Totally agree. I totally agree with that. Is there any places that people can find you online? Like, do you have a website? Do you have a Twitter? Do you have? A- yeah, we're we're just finishing uh, hansolo.com, um, okay. and so that's being put up. We're putting up uh, music si- snippets tonight. <laughs> Hopefully. Um, okay. I, I'm in the studio doing fixes, and we have our web guy, my best friend Rule Lee, uh, <laughs> doing our website next to us as we're as we're mixing. Okay. <laughs> so he's putting up a, a sound snippets tonight. So that's hansolo.com and then um twitter.com forward slash Han Solo Project. Uh, MySpace.com forward slash Lindsay Han Music. And then if you search for us on Facebook, we have um if you just search under Han Solo or Han Solo Project, we have two profiles. We have like one that you can become a friend 
and then um, that's Han Solo, and then Han Solo Project is the one where you like, and, and there's videos out there. The, the, the fan page, okay. Yeah, yeah. So lots of places to find us. I have, I have a question. <laughs> Do people still use MySpace? You know, there's a few people who do. I, I know that I still, when I hear about a new artist, I go to MySpace to hear their music because it's sort of the easiest way to find people and do it. Um, however, like for personal things, I don't, I don't use MySpace anymore, and I don't really know anybody else who does. Thank you. I'm just joking. Um. <laughs> I mean, seriously, I just thought MySpace looked like, like, you know, when bye-bye in, like, 2007 or something. So like, yeah, well, you know, it's it's kind of interesting because a lot of people, you know, are like, oh, MySpace is so over. And the only reason why I switched to Facebook was because that was how I could get in contact with all of my friends because they had all switched to Facebook. But yeah. I actually really like the way that MySpace works. You know, I, I like the fact that you can post, you know, movies and, and that you can, like, decorate your own page. Like, I think that's really fun, and I kind of miss that about MySpace. I, I miss that I can't, like, put a picture in my background. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can't do a background page yeah, anymore. Yeah. yeah, and I really liked that. Like, I have a friend who's like, that's what was wrong with MySpace. And I'm like, no, that's what was so right with MySpace. <laughs> so um, I miss it, actually. I do miss it a little bit. But, uh, but yeah, I think, I think people, you know, are, are more into Facebook. So that's yeah. why we made a Facebook. And it's brand new. We made the Facebook page just like three days ago. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so I'm going to have to find it. I'm going to have to like it. Yes, please do. Please do. <laughs> find it on Facebook. I'm going to find it on Twitter. Yeah. MySpace I don't use anymore, so I won't go there. Don't go there. <laughs> don't, I won't go there. I will just do the Facebook and the Twitter thing, so <laughs> there you are. And, and, and let me just make a note of that there are no Lindsay Hans on Facebook that are actually me. So oh, if oh goes yeah, good, good, good. And you add a Lindsay Han, it is not me. Somebody is messing with you. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah, because there's definitely a lot of those out there. Is there it, are a is, lot, it can, yes. can the same be said about Twitter? Uh, yeah, there's no Lindsay Han Twitter. I need yeah, no, to make one, and I need to kick off the other Lindsay Hahn, but I've, I guess I'm a little bit – I'm so busy doing everything else that I, I just haven't gotten around <laughs> to giving people hell about pretending to be me. <laughs> right. <laughs> but so I will. No I'll Lindsay, get around to that one day. <laughs> get around to that, but there's no Lindsay on Twitter, no Lindsay on Facebook. On Facebook, yeah. And Han Solo is all one word? Uh, Yeah, yeah, Han Solo. Okay. Yeah. H. A U N S O L O. A-U-N-S-O-L-O. Okay. Yeah. Very good. Very, yeah. very good. Did you have fun? I had fun. Did I had fun? a really good time. You're fantastic to talk to. This isn't just like, it's just laid back, well chill. That's what we love about this. I'm just yeah. saying. I like that. I like that format a lot. <laughs> yes. So that, so that means that you would be more than willing to come back to the show anytime that you'd like. The door is always open. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Thank you. I, I would absolutely be down to come back. Absolutely, and you're going to be on True Blood on Sunday, so we'll yeah. be we'll be seeing you on, on Sunday. True Blood on HBO. Yes. Thank Sunday, you so Sunday, much. Sunday, Sunday, <laughs> Sunday, 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 Sunday. Sunday. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much, Lindsay Hahn, everybody. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. 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 That wraps it up for me, though. By the way, I just want to let you know that on August 23rd, we're going to have a special guest for the show by the name of Cody Rhodes from the WWE. Hmm. How did I swing that, by the way? I don't even know. 
But he will be here on the show at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific time on Buzzworthy Radio. So make sure you guys tune in for that. And we had a bet. We had a bet with Nancy Lee Gron from General Hospital that once I get to 1,000 followers on Twitter, she was going to come onto my show. And guess what? I did. And now she is keeping her word. So we're setting up that interview with her to come on to the show. So that's going to be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to that, too. But for now, we're signing off. I'm the LJ Lady, making sure you guys get the latest buzz with Buzz with your Radio. We'll see you guys next time. Peace, love, take care. Bye. With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.